Coming up in the catch-up, you're going to hear from Banjo. He's got some weird superstitions. Also, Jake Deitch from the Aspen's Express with the topical news stories. And the first cab off the ranks, it's Danny. She's our Friday fun fact fanatic. She wants to talk about Christmas. It's coming up next. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Sean's Friday Fun Facts. Things that make you go, hmm. And I've got the Friday Fun Fanatic on the line. I've caught her on her morning walk. Uh, it's a bit windy where she is, so she's crouched. You crouch behind a tree or a shrub or something? Yeah, I've got a bit of a tree here, Sean. You know, my morning walk, I've got my triple M out and I'm streaming your show. Uh, that's, You're providing that's some excellent entertainment. Good oh, music this morning. Thank you very much. It must be a bit unusual for people walking past saying, well, why is that Why is that young lady, why is she crouched behind that tree? Why I did she... just get a weird look from the dog. <laughs> poodle was. This poodle was quite surprised. <laughs> Well, go away, Poodle. Go away. She's doing she's doing breakfast radio with me, please. All right. What's the Friday fun fact this morning? Well, while I'm listening to you, Sean, I'm, I'm enjoying some lovely music. And I know, though, there's some music at this time of year that you're not much of a fan of. No. Christmas music. No. Okay, okay, okay. So... But some of it I like. Um, I like Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. What about Jingle Bell? Oh, not for me. No, it's a bit not too Not for you, is it? Too sweet. We all know that. Mm. He's the Grinch when it comes to Jingle Bell. Oh. I mean, it was a Thanksgiving song that has been turned into a bit of a Christmas song. Oh. But uh, maybe you'll like this one. Uh, in 1965, nine days before Christmas, two astronauts on the Gemini 6, Called into mission control, saying they saw an unidentified flying object travelling north to south, about to enter Earth's atmosphere. Everyone on ground went into panic. When they got back in contact with with Gemini 6, all they got in return was jingle bells. Ah. And it was all a prank, Sean. Oh. A prank that got these two astronauts in a lot of trouble. Well, because they sent everyone into Earth into a panic, <laughs> thinking there could be an asteroid coming. But no, they were having a little bit of a Christmas joke up there. Well, they were saying that was Santa Claus, right? Weren't they implying yeah. that, yeah, that was yeah, Santa They're Claus? They were saying that Santa Claus was on his way. Mm. There you go. Everyone went into a tiff about Jingle Bell. Well, okay, so it's that's a dumb prank because if you're going to try and trick people and saying it's Santa Claus, you have to do it the night of of Christmas Eve, not not night. Everyone knows that. Santa Claus isn't doing the rounds, you know, nine days before, right? I don't know, sure. Maybe you can come up with a better Christmas prank. <laughs> well, you better be, you better watch out because that prank might be directed at you, fanatic. And I think with all your hate towards Christmas songs, you could come up with a better Christmas song, Sean. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know where I'll, I'm not that. Anyway, anyway, we'll move along. Thank you so much. There's a couple. <laughs> there was a couple Friday fun facts in that one, which I really enjoyed. I'll let you recontinue your walk, Friday fun fanatic. Thanks, Sean. I will stand up like every other human being at this park and just walk right, walk off from my tree. Don't kick at the dog. Just let it be. <laughs> Thanks, John. I'll be one. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. Feels good. 
Gold for breakfast, Aspens is 7.47, Triple M, the Aspens Express. Wow, what a mighty good publication that is. It comes out on a Friday, and the reason why it's so good is because we have some of the best young journalists in West Australia. One of those joins me in studio. His name is Jake Deach. After all that bigging up, this better be good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Thank you for that introduction. <laughs> oh, mate, this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to be friendly before I leave, make friends before I go up to Perth. Uh, we've got two stories that we want to cover here. The first one is, is quite tragic. A 12-year-old boy. He was riding around the Aspen Civic Centre. He fell off his bike, fell into a used needle, and now his circumstances are are uncertain. That's correct. So it occurred on December 7 uh, in the afternoon, on Saturday afternoon, and after he's crashed his bike and discovered his thumb's bleeding because the needle's gone into it, he's gone to hospital and uh, had to do some initial tests and then he's got further tests to come. The good news is that so far the, those initial tests have come back completely fine. He's cl- clear and uh, the other good news is you know, we did speak to WA Country Health Service and they said the chances of, of a transmission from an incident like this is very low and there hasn't actually been a documented case of it happening throughout the whole state. So that's the good news. That's really good news. And I think the initial concerns, those moments after you get pricked to getting taken to the emergency department, there'd be so much fear. Um, I don't know if you're around, but early last year, we actually had a case where one of the parks in Castletown was Mm. littered with used syringes and a boy was actually, um, he actually got pricked as well. And that was the same, turned out okay in the end. But it shows that we do have an issue with drugs and needles in the area. I mean, this is behind the Esperance Civic Centre in Bushland. Were there any more needles found? The uh, Shire uh, looked in that area. They couldn't actually, their officers couldn't find in the the area that had been identified to them, but they looked at an adjacent vacant block of land and they found five needles. Mm. And so that that area has now been added to the list of places the Shire regularly checks. Look, I don't... I care if you are a drug user because I think it's a horrible lifestyle choice and I think you should try and seek help if that is you. But mm. if you do decide that that's the thing for you and if you do use needles, there's plenty of different places to dispose of, of needles. Just use them because the amount of fear in this for this family for that period of time and probably still now there'd be some angst, it's just it's just a horrible thing to put on someone. Absolutely. Yep. Across Esperance. Sean for breakfast. That's right. So the motion originally proposed was to stop works on the 12 Curran Road site. Since then, um, with some discussions, she's discovered that there is some work that's already been paid for. So that motion will be amended to stop further expenditure and council will vote on that on Tuesday. I've got a question. Why, Why stop the expenditure? I mean, if you're going to stop now, why wouldn't you just bang, just get rid of the project. Just say, no, this is not the place for us. Let's move on. Because Councillor Piercy wants the work suspended until Council has been properly briefed on it. She she said that she doesn't want just a week before the meeting to to think about that. She thinks it's a very complex issue and, and particularly the councillors need more time to go through the issue. So she did say that her personal view is that it should never have started in the first place, but uh, she wants it suspended so that there can at least be a, um, a full briefing. Because there's ink testing being done at the moment, isn't there? Like, yep. Is that almost about to conclude? or? Well, so far they haven't found, found the ink tests. Um, and and Councillor Piercy did tell the Express, you know, she there could be multiple reasons for that. It could have gone, she's, she believes it could have gone through before they started the testing or it could have gone through different streams. Yep. Um, 
in all due respect, Councillor Piercy, you'd probably want to trust the engineers and the, the geoscientists who are in charge of this. And if they haven't found some traces, then you'd assume that would be to the benefit of the project. It means there isn't much groundwater transport, which is good. It means if there are contaminants, if there is a leak, it won't get into the into the uh, water bore or where we collect our water from. Um, but on saying that, I'm pretty sure this project surely has an expiry. I mean, uh, all the councillors that got elected in I think the majority of them were against this TIP project. I think Shire President Ian Mickle was, and I'm yes. pretty sure Wes Graham, yes. Councillor Graham rather. Um, so I, I couldn't imagine that this project will get off the ground in terms of construction of a new TIP. Uh, yes, I, I know that councillors O'Born and Chambers as candidates said that they wanted the EPA process to play out. Okay. But I think we'll have a much clearer view on on Tuesday, you know, what what the consensus is amongst the councillors, whether they want to continue with the EPA scoping document or if they think that, you know, they don't want to spend any more money or any more time and to just find another site. I want to go out on a limb here. I want to make a, a bold prediction. As of 2020, in the first few months, we will hear from the Shire Council that this won't be the spot of the new tip they'll have to go back to the drawing board. Can you confer that? Do you want to, do you want to put your, your head out there, your neck out there as well? I can't confirm that, but I think your instincts are pretty good on that one. Yeah, yep. thank you very much. <laughs> Jake Deach, some very charming words towards the end there, which is nice because I picked him up at the start of this interview. Uh, he is from the Espens Express. Grab that newspaper from all good news agencies and supermarkets. Jakey Deach, thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. Across Esperance, Sean for breakfast. And today is a very special day because today is Friday the 13th. And if you are superstitious, you may not have even left your house. You may still be in bed. And if you do leave the bed, you might want to do it with your right foot or maybe you've got to be... I don't know, the right side of the bed. Is that a superstition? I don't know. Anyway, I've got my intern in studio. His name is Banjo. Banjo, how are you? I'm great, Sean. How about you? I'm absolutely splendiferous. Now, I've given you a task. It's to bring me the weirdest and most wonderful superstitions that exist around the world. How did you go? Oh, well, I've got a few options. Okay. Okay, lay them on me. Don't cheers with your mates if you have water. Obviously, you're talking about two glasses. Like, let's celebrate. Ching, cha-ching. Cheers. Ting. Yes. So we can't do it with water bottles. I'm sorry. Why is that? Why can't we do that? What happens? What's the superstition here? A German superstition declares that if you cheers with water, you're actually wishing death upon the people you are drinking with. Well, that's not very fun, is it? You know the, Do you know why they cheers originally? Do you know that story? No, I don't. What is it? So it's like it was at um, in the olden times, medieval times, when you had goblets and you'd have two kings would meet each other or two, I guess, um, two lords of different lands and they were scared that there might be poison in one of the glasses. So if you cheers and you get all this the liquid coming up and, and mixing, then you poison each other. Oh. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, that's something for you. Um, I die, you die too. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> exactly. All right, superstition number two, lay it on me. Whistling indoors invites evil. What? But you know yep. my one rule at the station on the program as well, never talk over a whistle in a song. Does that apply to songs as well, do you think? Probably. Wow. That's um, If you are whistling, make sure you're outdoors, otherwise you're inviting evil spirits. What's the next one? Don't play with yo-yos. A Syrian... Syria banned yo-yos in 1933 over fear that it would cause a drought. 
<laughs> the jury is still out on fidget spinners. <laughs> Sorry. So why do you reckon that was made up by someone that just hated yo-yos or just couldn't figure out how to walk the dog or whatever it is? All these kids out here with their new yo-yo things. They're evil. They're evil. Evil, evil I tell you. They'll bring up they'll bring about a drought. Alright, what else? What's the final one you've got for us this morning? Alright, yeah. Alright, ready? You ready for this? I'm not ready. But no, but lay it on not. me anyway. Yeah, of course you're not ready. Knitting outside can pr- prolong winter. Wow. Is that right? Yeah. Well, for me, and I don't like the cold, so what do you reckon when it comes to February, March, I just start knitting? Maybe make myself an entire cupboard worth of sweaters and there we won't have any winter. Hmm. Hey, Nan, we're doing it outside this time. <laughs> it's not good for the farmers. Hmm. Banjo, you don't do any of those? You don't bind any of those? No, no, not really. That's a good boy. That's a good boy. Short for breakfast catch-up on Triple M. Bye-bye. Have a good time. Listen to Short for Breakfast wherever you are. Download the Triple M app now.